history nerds and historians. My name's Christina, and this is FDOM Cryptozoology. This is where we talk about some cryptids that are super fucked up. I am so excited for today. Uh, this year, like for some reason, I woke up and decided that Mothman was just part of my personality. Now, like, used to be a Sasquatch girly, still kind of am, but now I'm also like a Mothman girly. Like, I literally dressed up as Mothman for Halloween. I got this cute, like, Mothman poncho uh, thing, like, off of Amazon, and I wore, like, fishnets and a mini skirt and froze my butt off because it's, I live in Massachusetts and it's freezing, but I did it for the vibes, okay? I did it for the vibes. I also have a Patreon if you'd like to donate to my clearly needed therapy bills. I, I don't remember where this obsession came from and how it came about, but I'm just like happy to be here and I'm happy you're here too. So today we're going to talk about my boyfriend, the Mothman, and also about like a very similar cryptid that's found in another part of the world that I thought was very interesting. So without further ado, sit back, relax and practice your oh good God, what the fuck faces. It was November 15th, 1966. Roger and Linda Scarberry and Steve and Mary Mallet, teenagers, were driving around as so many of these stories begin. They were driving on the dirt roads of what is called the TNT area of Point Pleasant, West Virginia. This was called the TNT area because during World War II, munitions were stored there and later chemical waste was dumped there. So these kids are driving around, they're doing their thing when they notice these glowing red circles outside of an old power plant. And then the rest of this creature sort of emerges and they realize that it was eyes that they were seeing. This creature is six or seven feet tall, very muscular, almost human-like, if it wasn't for the giant bat-like wings. According to one source, it looked like its wings were caught and it freed it with large man-like hands before quickly running into the building. The four kids speed off like a bat out of hell, but the creature comes back out of the building, rises into the air without even beating its wings and begins chasing them all the while making a weird high pitched squeaking noise. The car is going over a hundred miles an hour and the creature is keeping up with them with seemingly no effort. The teenagers drove to the Mason County Police Department where they made a report to Deputy Sheriff Millard Halstead. Now, he said he didn't necessarily believe what they saw, but he also didn't think that they were lying because their fear seemed genuine. So the next day they had a press conference and began to make the news with the name Mothman, most likely influenced by the new Batman show with Adam West. Around the same time, Newell Partridge, who lived in Mason County, West Virginia, was at home just chilling on the couch watching TV when it began to flicker and he heard a strange squeaking noise outside is how he described it. At this point, his German shepherd named Bandit was freaking out and snarling. So he opens the door to try to let Bandit out to try to like chase off whatever it was. He grabbed a flashlight and followed him outside. He's like moving the flashlight around and it catches these red orbs that he describes like bicycle reflectors. But they were moving around. 
He got scared, so he called for his dog and ran back inside, but his dog at this point had run off and Bandit was never seen again, and Newell was sure that it was the Mothman that had been reported. Over the next 13 months, there were over 100 sightings. It chased the Wamsley family. Thomas Urey, a shoe salesman, said it circled his car on Route 62 and then dove at him and proceeded to chase him for miles. People reported seeing it standing outside on their lawn. A father came forward and said, actually, I saw it with my daughter five years ago. This thing has been around for a while. People started kind of speculating what the Mothman could be. Some people said that it was like a sandhill crane or a giant barn owl. Other people speculated that it was some deformed creature that was a result of the power plant runoff and dumping. Some people said it was an indigenous spirit sent to attack people because of the Battle of Point Pleasant in 1774 against the Shawnee and Mingo people. And some people said that it was an extra dimensional traveler or an alien. And most people kind of came down to the determination that it was probably this last one, because it wasn't just the Mothman that people were seeing during this time. Reports start being made of these strange lights seen in the sky and UFOs and a strange little man dressed all in black who comes to Point Pleasant around the same time. So a reporter named Mary Heyer, who was looking into this, said that in January of 1967, a little over two months after this first sighting, an odd little man walks into her office one night when she was working late. She said that he was very short with strange eyes and was wearing thick, thick glasses. She said he had long hair, black hair. It was kind of in a bowl cut. and He had darker skin. And he was asking her about the UFO sightings that were being reported. And he kept getting closer and closer as he was questioning her. And she said that his eyes as he talked to her were almost hypnotic. She said that she was very frightened. And apparently at one point he picked up a pen on her desk, asked what this was, laughed weirdly, and then ran out of her office. She said that she saw him again a couple weeks later. And when he realizes that she saw him, a black car suddenly zooms around the corner and he jumps into it and they speed off and she never sees him again. People in the area who had reported seeing these strange lights and UFOs also started saying that this man was paying them a visit and asking a lot of questions, claiming to be a news reporter and just making them feel overall very uncomfortable. And then about a year later, on December 15th, 1967, the Silver Bridge collapsed and 46 people died. And after that, Mothman was never seen again, which led people to speculate that the Mothman either caused the bridge to collapse or he came as a warning of impending doom. And once it was done, he just moved on. Today, the Mothman has become one of the most popular cryptids in the United States, if not the world. Today, there is a Mothman Museum, a Mothman Festival that happened this year in September. In 2022, there were over 25,000 people who attended this, and I would love to be there next year. So, like, maybe next year in the summer, we can plan a meetup and, like, all of us moth mommies can get together um, and, and just, like, have a good time in West Virginia. Um, probably as good time as, as you can have. So, learning about the Mothman was really, really fun for me because, like I said, it's kind of been, like, this weird, like, hyper fixation of mine this year. I literally have, like, earrings, t-shirt. I was it for Halloween. Like, for some reason, like, Moth man is just like my thing lately. But did you know that the UK has its own version of a similar cryptid called the Owl Man? 
because I didn't. <laughs> so the Owl Man is also sometimes called the Cornish Owl Man or the Owl Man of Monan because of its appearance in the village of Monan in Cornwall, England. So the first sighting of this creature was on April 17th, 1976. The Melling family was on holiday in Monan in Cornwall. It was the day before Easter and they rented like a little cabin in the village to tour the historic sites and churches. That day, June and Vicki Melling, who were 12 and 9 respectively, went exploring by themselves because it was the 1970s and parents felt comfortable allowing their kids to leave the house without them because they weren't riddled with anxiety and there's no like social media to inundate them with every story of like a, a kidnapping or what's believed to be an attempted kidnapping and like murders and th- all the other terrible things that people do to each other like you know 1970s if you didn't turn on the news and you didn't read the newspaper you lived in bliss i sometimes wish that we could return to those times um so The girls cut through the woods and found themselves in a graveyard that was right next to St. Monon and St. Stephen's Church. So the girls were like running around playing in the graveyard as one does when they approached the big tower and hovering above it was what they described as a large man covered in feathers with two large wings. They said it ranged from gray to midnight black. They couldn't really make out any facial features, but they could see giant talons on his feet. They immediately ran home, told their father, John, about it who went back to the graveyard to investigate it he didn't find anything but the girls were so convincing and were so scared that he packed up the entire family and left stopping by the police station on his way out to report what his daughters saw so after this report a man named tony shields or doc shields although i I don't believe he has a phd or an md um interviewed the girls and they drew him a picture of what he now called the owl man The story circulates a little bit, and three months later, on July 3rd, it was seen again in the area by two 14-year-old girls named Sally Chapman and Barbara Perry, who said that they were out camping in the woods by the church when they heard a strange hissing noise at night. And when they went to investigate, they found an owl as big as a man with pointed ears, red glowing eyes, and pincer-like claws. She said that the creature stretched out its wings, hissed at them, and then darted into the sky. The next day, there were more reports of this giant man owl creature. And over the next few years, there were more sightings also around that church. In June of 1978, a woman named Miss Opie said that she saw the devil in the trees by the church. She said that it was a man owl with red eyes, dark feathers and taloned feet. And two months later, a group of teenage girls reported seeing it in the area as well. In 1989, a researcher named Jonathan Downs was looking into the Owl Man because he believed that Doc Shields was just like full of shit and was often associated with like hoaxes and tricks, especially considering that Doc Shields was a strange magician who owned a company called Tom Fool's Theater of Tomfoolery, where he just like tricked people and had a good time. And earlier in the 1970s, Doc apparently got a lot of media attention when he tried to summon Morgwar, which was a Cornish sea monster with a coven of witches who were like dancing about in the nude. He's also one of the people who took like a well-known picture of the Loch Ness Monster, where it's just like the head sticking out of the water from 1977. So Dow's believe that like Shields was not a reliable source for any of these things. But Dow said that he interviewed a man that just called himself Gavin that made him believe in the Owl Man. Gavin said that he and his girlfriend Sally went out looking for the Owl Man in the area one night. They trekked into the woods by the church armed with only a flashlight and the audacity and bravado that only comes with youth because 
this is the UK. If it was in America, they would be like, I went out with my AK-47 trying to find the owl. <laughs> um, so they eventually came across a tree and noticed a large shadow on one of the lower branches. And when they shined their flashlight on it, they first saw red eyes glowing back at them before the creature stood. It had what appeared to be a human body about five feet tall, but it didn't have hands and said it had large wings. And the couple noticed large taloned feet wrapped around the branch. They said that they had a stare down for a moment before the owl man took off into the sky. The last apparent sighting of the owl man was in 1995 when an anonymous woman from Chicago said that she saw a man bird with a ghastly face and wide mouth, glowing eyes, pointed ears and clawed wings. And she described it as a vision from hell. Although there have been a few more minor reports of seeing something, it seems like owl man has disappeared from the woods of Cornwall or maybe he's just waiting. But people have speculated what this creature is, and some have said that it is the Mothman of West Virginia, or at least like his British cousin. But most people have come to the conclusion that it really was just an owl, specifically the Eurasian Eagle Owl, which is one of the largest owl species in the world. They're typically about like three feet tall and have a wingspan of up to six feet, but there have been some with wingspans as wide as seven and a half feet. So you have to have like, you know, corresponding height. So most people just think it was like a freakishly large one. Uh, and, and that's the explanation that they have for it. And that is where I'm going to leave it today because I don't have anything else to tell you. Thank you so much for listening. If you like what you heard and want to hear more, please consider subscribing or leaving a review or joining my Patreon. And remember, friends, history may be watching you, so don't fuck it up. And be careful of the woods. Bye!